0: Today's daf is Daf Hey, page five in the Halakha Maseches Nedarim, and we pick up on the third line. We're up to Tanan. We learned in a Mishnah. Now today's daf is going to be very technical, but not complicated, and I'll explain what we're dealing with. We're continuing on a theme. We're discussing Nedarim. We're discussing vows, specifically Yodos, What is a Yodos, What is a which a, a Yad a hand? Is a handle, so we're specifically dealing with when somebody says an expression of a vow, which is only a partial expression, is that valid or not? Shmuel had taught us yesterday that in order for a vow, for a yad vow to be effective, you needed two parts. You have to say, for example, I am making a neder from you that I am blank. Okay, so it needs to be a type of yad where even though you're not saying it all out you have to at least say two sides of a statement. You can't just say one end of a statement. That was, that was Schmoll's approach, okay. As opposed to just saying, oh, I have a vow from you. A vow from you, what are you talking about? So today's live is just gonna be full of different expressions, various, various expressions, whether or not it's effective, and just keep in mind with all these, the reason why this is really simple is because the whole conversation really just boils down to when you say this expression or you hear this expression, what was the mindset going into the expression? It's all going to go back to what can you hear from those words uh, that the speaker was thinking about? If you can't see in the words anything the speaker's thinking, Shmuel at least is telling us that's not a vow. That makes sense, though. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Third line. Tonight we learned in our Mishnah. Harini says. I am in cherem from you. Oh, I am a cherem from you. Hamaydar aser. The person who took the vow cannot get benefit from the person who he vowed from. However, avomadir lai, The other guy is not forbidden to benefit from him. Now what Rabbi Ravinsky um, asked at the end of Shir yesterday and forced us to clarify, some people had logged off already, but this is important to know, is that is, how can I... Make it that you can't benefit. If I say, I'm forbidding benefit from you. So that means I cannot benefit from you. But can I forbid you to benefit from something else? How can I forbid you to benefit? So the explanation is obviously it's property that I control. If it's something that I can, I could tell you, listen, I I have this cup of of uh, orange juice, okay? I have this cup of orange juice. I'm for, it's mine, I'm forbidding you to benefit. I could do that because I'm basically removing this property from your ability to benefit. Okay? But otherwise, I can't, I can't say, you can't benefit from that Gemara. Who are you to say that? <laughs> no shy. No, you have no connection that you can't do. that. All right. So no person says, I behold, I am on you, a So, that person who the nether was made about is usher, avomad the other guy is not usr. Now what do you see from here? You need two parts in order to forbid. So the Gemara says, over there we're dealing with a type of Yad Vow where the guy specifically says, I am in Cherem from you, you are not a Cherem from me. Says the Gemara, okay. At Alay Cherem. Now, if somebody says, At, you, Alay, on me, there's a Cherem. You have a Cherem to me. Hanayder, Aser, the one taking the vow, is forbidden to benefit from the one who he vowed about, Avo loy, the other guy is not forbidden. So again, the question is, why is it effective at all? There's no two sides of the coin. According to Shmuel, you need two sides of the expression. It says, the Gemara going to parish, you did say two, you said, v'anah alach loy, but I am not in Kherim towards you. And therefore, the noder, the vower, the one who spoke, is going to be Usr, but the muder, is not in Kerem, and therefore he can benefit. Says the Gemara, okay, very nice. So what we just explained, and again, this seems technical and confusing, but it's not, because notice all the Gemara is forcing here is saying, you specifically said it. So whatever you specifically say is the vow. So, <laughs> that's basically it, all right? Now the Gemara is going to ask, what about if nothing is specified? I will my, what happens if somebody simply says... If somebody simply says... A person, a person simply says... That I'm, I'm, I'm making a that we're in cherem. I'm making another we're in cherem. There's nothing else that's specified. Shnei asurim. It seems... They're both going to be forbidden to benefit from each other. Okay, now a cherem basically means we are... We know cherem as somebody who's excommunicated from the community. Which means you're separated... Okay, so we're separated from each other. So now if he just says, we have a harem on each other, so now that's, they're, each one's going to be forbidden to benefit. Did you say that specifically? No. you didn't say it specifically. I'm, also to you. You can, I, I can, I'm a harem from you and you're a harem from me. He didn't say that. He said, stop, we have a harem for us. Then you're still going to be forbidden. Hamektoni looked Look at the mission. It says, "Hareini Behold, I am a chirim to you. the Atolai, and you are a me. Then shnei am It seems in order for both of them to be usher you need. Look at the end to the mission. Says you need to be explicit. You need to be specific. Only in such a case you're both Hustama, Let's say you don't specify what you're talking about. Who asur So now you who opened your mouth is going to be forbidden to benefit Ruvayn, who opened his mouth is going to be forbid, forbidden to benefit from Shimon. But Shimon is not going to be usher to benefit from Ruvayn. So how can you tell me, Hastama, if you leave it plain, they're going to be usher to each other? It's not true. If the Mishnah says, the only time you're usher to each other is when you all do explicitly say, we're going to be forbidden to each other. Sigmar so says, you're right. Stam, a plain statement, cannot be the same halacha as when you explicitly say, we're both usher. Ella, rather, hachi this is what Rabbi, Rabbi Yisrael Haninah means. Okay, now Rabbi Yisrael Haninah, remember, is also Shita Shmuel. He says like this, If somebody says, I have a vow to you. Somebody walks over and he says, I have a vow to you. What does that mean? What does that mean? Shnei guess what? They're both going to be usher from each other. Listen to why Because according to B'yesha Hanina If you say me and you That means I'm including all of us In a standard vow And a standard vow Is a vow of separation We're not going to benefit from each other However If somebody says I have a vow From you Me I am vowed from you Not to you not between us, only I have a vow from you, then the halach is who, uh, you said specifically, I have a vow, so he's forbidden to benefit, Reuven cannot benefit from Shimon, The Shimon is still permitted to benefit from Reuven, because I'm vowed from you, and that's it, it didn't say Shimon can't can't benefit from Reuven, it says the Gemara, but let's go look at our Mishnah, the Katani we used an expression of heimach. What does mean? Right. What's the What are we saying over here? Where in our Mishnah the cases where he says hey, Mach, he says from you and we said that according to Shmuel the case of our Mishnah is where he says I'm not going to taste from you I'm not going to eat from you then huda also for motor in such a case the speaker we will call him is going to be forbidden to benefit from Shimon but Shimon could still benefit from ruuvin avo this is our case however listen closely what about a case of modrani shnei Masurim. They're both gonna be also even though you said, from you. So according to, ask the Gemara a, a, a question. Let's just say this in our, in our language, in our terms. We tried saying, if a person says, I am vowed from you. Ruvain says to Shimon, I am vowed from you. Who's forbidden to benefit now? Ruven cannot benefit from Shimon because he said from you. But Shimon himself is still permitted to benefit from Ruve's property. Ruve never forbade his property from benefiting Shimon. He says, I cannot benefit from you. Ask the Gemara, that's very nice, that's sensible, but it doesn't work with our Mishnah. Because in our Mishnah, when we give a case of Modrani Mimcha, Shmuel himself interpreted that to mean that it goes both ways. Even when he says Mimcha, from you, we could still assume that from you means between us. And it's not only that Reuven is going to be forbidden to benefit from Shimon, but even Shimon is still forbidden to benefit from Reuven. So we see even there, it's a two-way street. Rather, says the Gemara, to clarify this, let's go back to the beginning of Shmuel, meaning beginning of Shmuel, what Shmuel taught, taught us in the beginning, which is, time. O'Damar Shani um, again, who when he says, I'm making a vow of eating from you or tasting uh, something that's yours, he's not allowed to eat. Ruben cannot eat from Shimon, but Shimon could eat from Ruben. But if he says, I'm saying specifically from you, then is going to be even in Hannah. Meaning like this It says the Gemara. To answer as follows. Shmuel is not coming to take the word Memcha to make it a one way to make it a two way street. That's not his goal. Rather what Shmuel is saying is as follows. If, if Ruvain says to Shemim I am making a vow I'm taking a vow that I cannot eat from you I cannot taste from you. What's forbidden between them? Food. Let's say he just says, I'm taking a vow. What then? So then he's gonna say Asrafi Lubanah. You can't get any sort of benefit. Because you, you if you mention food and if you mention taste, I hear why it's forbidden to benefit. But if you're not mentioning anything specifically, all you say is "modrani." I have a, there's a there's a vow between us. You can't say that it has anything to do with eating. Where's the mention of eating? Everybody would agree with this. That's not a Kiddush of Shmuel. That's a Kiddush. All I said is Bajrani Mimcha. Zahu. So when Shmuel tells me that I need two sides of a coin, all he's, all he's letting me know is it depends whether you can figure out from the Yados, from the statement, what I'm talking about. It says If that's how you're going to interpret Shmuel, Shmuel, shmuel could have said different. Shmuel could have just said very simply. The Imlay Amar, if he doesn't say, Shani Shani let's say he doesn't say about eating or tasting, then, Asr Bana. Then we're going to say, He's Asr even Bana. Which is such a simple statement, and we didn't have to scratch our ears backwards. Meaning, you didn't have to make it all confusing. The Gemara says, if, Shmuel, if that was Shmuel's whole point, he could have said this all in one simple phrase. And because he didn't, that can't be what he meant. The words of the sages are meant to complicate us and Shmuel specifically said his words in a cryptic fashion, a more cryptic fashion instead of a straightforward fashion because he expected us to understand something else. And according to your explanation, he could have said this very simply and he didn't. So, that, so the way you're interpreting Shmuel has to be wrong. Says the Gemara, you're right. You're right. So we're back to square one. What does Shmuel mean? What's he talking about? What's Shmuel's idea? Says the Gemara, Ella rather Hachi Yitmar. This is what we mean. Timea da Amar. The reason why there's a the the Ruven is forbidden from Shimon. Timea da Amar. Shani Oichalacha. He says, I'm forbidden to eat from you. Veshani Toimlacha. nor can I taste from you? Who da Asar? Ruvain becomes forbidden To benefit To eat or taste from Shemin But if Shmuel says if, if, I'm sorry If, if Ruvain says I have a vow From you Guess what It doesn't seem That he's trying to create Any sort of iser Any sort of transgression On Shimon. My timer Says the Gemara very simply I'll tell you why if a guy simply says I have a vow from you a guy said, Let me ask you a question And now the Gemara If, if anybody hears This is not this, It sounds confusing but it's really not Because we're going into the the, the the interpretation of words How do you interpret words Since The Gemara is now going to break this down into very simple fashion The Gemara says Let's take a step back and just pretend like we're talking to each other Okay so I walk over to Rab Aaron. I say, Rab Aaron, I'm not doing you. Tell me, wh- wh- what do you think that's talking about? If no. I say, I'm not doing you. I know. Huh? I know? I know? Benefiting? Does that mean I'm not, I want to do you? Stop. We're neighbors. I don't uh, You know what else it could mean? I don't want to talk to you. Whatever. I'm not. Uh, I don't want to do you. I don't want, I don't want to talk to you again, right? I don't want to do you. I don't want to talk to you again. Do you do you hear anything else from those words besides for either simple, like, let's not benefit from each other, let's not schmooze? I don't want to, have, don't want to benefit from you. Yeah? A guy says, I have a vow from you. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah? <speaking in Hebrew> it means, I don't want to be involved with you. <speaking> in <Hebrew> let's say I say, I am separating from you. The two of us can't work, to, the two of us can't be together. I'm, I say to Simcha, I'm separating from you. Says the Gemara, I'm separating from you. You know, maybe, you know what it, it might mean? I don't want to do business with you. I'm separating, I don't want to do business. I don't know what it means, right? I don't know what it means. It could mean, I just don't want to do business. That's it. But maybe other things? Yeah. What about Mirachol Kani Mimcha? I'm far, I'm going to be far from you. I'm going to be distanced from you. What does that seem to imply? Social distancing. Yeah. Give me a few, I need my space over here. Right? A few space. So Distance doesn't have to mean we're not benefiting from each other, we're never talking. Maybe it just means I don't want to stand near you, go take a shower. I don't know. Seems to imply I don't want to be inside your four amas. What Shmuel saying says the Gemara to end off Amud Aleph, to end off Amud Aleph. The Gemara saying very simply, Shmuel's telling us going back to our original statement from yesterday's daf that when do you need two signs, two sides of a statement? It's when on one side of a statement I don't know what you're talking about. You're not telling me anything. I have a vow from you. Says Shmuel, that's not effective. What are you talking about? Mention something else. I'm far from you. What physically, emotionally, financially, uh, <coughs> academically, what are you talking about? <coughs> says, Nibor, says Shmuel, the, any type of yad, any type of statement, which is a, a handle of a statement, where it doesn't give off any connotation of what you're talking about, guess what? It's not effective. It don't work. You didn't say anything. This is a very simple approach. Very simple answer. to on. That's what Schmoll said. Now, if you would have Yados, if you would have a type of statement which does have some clarity, say it. Good. Lock it in. It will be effective. But you don't need the two sides of the statement. But a, a, a handle on something which is not it's really not clear, right? Well, we know anybody who's dealt with somebody else gets this. All right, sometimes people say something, like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I, you, you never said it. I did say it. You never said it. I did say it. You, did you say You didn't say it. No, it's in my mind. To the listener, you never clarified what you're talking about. The listener thinks he's, uh, the, the speaker thinks he said it. All he said is, I'm separated from you. You should have understood that that means, separated means, no benefiting, no... Duh, duh, duh. Well, don't tell me I should have understood it. Says Shmuel, clarify your statement. If you have something to say, say it. Okay. <laughs> Top of Humbid Base. Says the Gemara, according to this approach, however, we, we, do you get what's happening here with Shmuel? It's very logical. Shmuel says, you want to say something, say it. And if we don't know what you're talking about, you didn't say anything. So the Gemara says, okay, a very simple statement. It comes out, according to Shmuel, if you start a statement and it's not clear what you're talking about, it's not an effective statement. Nekon? <inaudible> Top line. Leima must be of the approach. Yadayim she'ein mochichos. A handle statement, a partial statement, which is not clear. I don't know what you're saying. There's no conclusive. There, 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 there's, I can't conclude anything from your statement. <inaudible> it's not effective. Okay, now we know in life this certainly is true. Many times in relationships, you think you said something and you never said it, right? Or somebody else thinks you said something, right? But you told me, "Why don't What you're talking about? I never said, right? But in their mind, that's how they took it, or vice versa. The the area of the reason why this phrase is important because the area we're we're delving into now is in halacha. If you say something. It's a halacha, you gotta follow through You're as good as your word So if you said a partial statement And it's really inconclusive It's not clear what you mean Shmuel holds in halacha, you never said anything Which is fascinating Even if you meant it If you didn't say it And the words didn't clarify Your thoughts So it's not a vow The handle's not here It's ineffective Now the Gemara is going to get into how the parameters of this approach of Shmuel play out. The Gemara says, "In yes, this is really true. Shmuel is of the opinion that a partial statement, which does not tell me what I does not tell the listener what's happening, is an ineffective statement." Shmuel holds our Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda. Shmuel holds our Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda. A handle expression, a start of an expression, a partial expression, which is not clear, you can't c- conclude what I mean, is there's no handle, nothing happened. How do I know that Shmuel really follows this approach across the board? Now, you can hear the other board, you can say, listen, you started saying something, you got to follow through. Shmuel says no, so if it's inconclusive, if it's not clear, you don't have to. Now, how do we know that's really Shmuel's opinion? The Tanan... Because you learned in the Mishnah over four lines from the top. Let's get into the laws of a divorce. Gufa <coughs> shall get, the body of a get, of a divorce. What? See, in a get, there's a lot of words that are written. Which words are ma'akev? Which means, which words kind of define the divorce document? That if these words are missing, the whole thing is out. The, the the get doesn't start. Some words are extra. Some words must be there. What words must be in a get? Gufay shall get the body, the essence of a get are the words Hare at muteres lechol adam. Behold, you are forbidden to every. You are permitted to marry to marry any other man. Now listen closely. A husband, a husband goes to a wife and says or writes, gives over these words. Lady, you are permitted to marry somebody else. What does he mean? We're done. Huh? We're done. He means we're done? Did he say that? No. No, but it's inferred. Right. It's inferred. If you're permitting her to marry... But then you say we're divorced? No. Well, you you're trying to you say He said you're di- we're divorced like this. He said we're divorced like this. Right. Okay. So, it's a partial statement. Because really what you should say is, Behold, you are leaving the house and getting out of here, and therefore you can marry another man. We are now divorced, and therefore you can marry another man. But instead, what we're saying is, you know what the essence of a get is? A man writes to a woman, Behold... You're permitted to marry somebody else. It's like uh, you're trying to land a soft blow, you know, a soft blow. Do you mean, you know? And the wife's like, "Do you mean to say that we're getting divorced?" Uh, yeah, that's basically what I said, right? But you didn't say, it. say, it, right? But you said that's it. why we're getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> that's the body of we get. So this is a, a fascinating. So let's let's follow along. So what's the body of a get? Behold, you are permitted to marry any other man. You must write that in a get document. Rabbi Yudah, Imer, Rabbi Yudah says, No, that's not enough. What well, you have to write is as follows. Behold, you're permitted to marry any other man. And also, Vidane, this document, dain this paper, To Havyei, that we have here, Lechiminoi, Makes you go for me. It's this paper that's making you separate from me, Sefer Tiruchin, and this document is a scroll of separation, the V'Igeres Shabukin, and we are, it's a letter, completely uh, abandoning and separating. So, according to the first approach, if I just say to my wife, or write write to my wife, behold, you're permitted to marry any other man, according to the Tanakhama first opinion, you're divorced. Rabbi says, no, you're not. In order to be divorced in a get, you have to write, you can marry any other man. And behold, this document is separating from us and completely removing our marriage and so on and so forth, okay? So according to Rabbi Yehuda, if you didn't write that, if you weren't clear, it's not valid, which was Shmuel's original statement. Says the Gemara, does Shmuel hold that a statement which is not completely clear is not valid? Says the Gemara, yeah. Because he's following Rabbi Yehuda's approach by a divorce that you must be specific. Don't just say to your wife, you can go marry another man. Even though halachically the only way for her to marry another man is if you're divorced. But he didn't say that. You want to make to happen? Say it. Says the Gemara, <laughs> Why would Shmuel interpret our Mishnah according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda? Why? <laughs> let him paskin like the Tanakhama, like the Rabbonon, even though, even though he holds that even though he'll say that uh, Yodayim, or the begin of a statement, is not is not is not conclusive. Meaning, why would, the Gemara is asking a very simple question, if you have a dispute between the Tanakhama, that a partial statement is valid, and if you say it's not, we would just want to know why. Why would he follow Rabbi Yehuda and not, and not the Rabbanon? What's driving him in that direction of halacha? That you must be absolutely clear. Amarava, um, rabba says, I'll tell you why. Because Shmuel is bothered by the words of the Mishnah. the Mishnah. What he's bothered by is as follows. Amai Tani, why in our Mishnah... When a person says, I'm making a vow of eating your thing, right? Or, or tasting. Why do you got to say in our Mishnah, I'm making a vow of eating from you. Or I'm making a vow of tasting from you. Why do you got to say that? Listening, all you need to say is, shani What do you mean eating from you? Tasting from you? The Mishnah only needed to say, I'm making a vow of eating and tasting. Sh'ma mino b'inah lidah He says, Shmuel, if you're going to say lecha, yet lecha, to you, that is a direct expression because over now what you're saying by lecha is you're mentioning the vow. You're also mentioning the direction of the vow. And now you have two parts. Says Shmuel, oh, you see from our Mishnah, you need clear expressions. Once I know that from the Mishnah, from the extra word lecha, you got to be clear about what you're saying and who you're saying it to. That seems to imply, like Rabbi Yehuda in the other Mishnah, when he's arguing about the get against the Chachamim, you got to be clear. Okay. Gavaldik. So, the Gemara is walking away right now, and the Gemara is saying from yesterday's daf on daf dalid, Shmuel had started out with a statement right after the two dots on dalid on the base. Shmuel says, in all the case of meiderani, where the y- yadayim, where it's handles that are going to be a valid n- uh, nether, it's where you also say, "I will not eat." You know, you add mudrani, I'm, uh, and all, that I'm not going to eat from you, or I'm not going to taste from you. You need both sides. You need an entire statement. That was Shmuel's. That was Shmuel's uh, uh, approach. And what we just clarified is why Shmuel has to say. His words. Why do he need to say his words? Because of the word "laha. L'cha tells me, you got to be clear. If you're not clear, the vow is not effective. And he finds backup. In the early Amirish Shmuel, finds backup in Reb Yehuda's opinion by get. Okay. Says the Gemara Viter. Gemara continues. Here we go. Itmar, we learned. Yeah, small gimel, a little less than halfway down on Hamabase when you have the uh, beginning of a statement, part of a statement which is not so clear. It's not completely clear what you want to do with this. Abay Yomar says It's considered a handle, meaning it's an effective statement. says It's not effective. Okay, Machoikas um, about Yadis. Amar Rava says Rebbe Rebbe Idi Rebbe Idi. Ezber Ali was Masbirit to me, explained to me, he says, Omar Krah, it says in the Pasuk, Nazir le Hazir la He takes a vow to make himself a Nazir, to refrain from these things for Hashem. What does it mean? Nazir la Hazir la Nazirus, Nazirus. We're comparing the handle of a Nazirus to uh, regular Nazirus. What's a handle of a Nazirus? A partial statement of accepting Nazirus to a complete statement of accepting Naziris, which, that's why it says lahazir nazir, there's two types of ways to become a nazir, either by a partial statement or a complete statement. Man naziris b'afla, just like naziris to become a nazir b'afla, the word afla means your wonder and astonishment, means there's absolute clarity as to what you're talking about. Ki yafli lindar nader nazir lahazir, afyadois naziris b'afla, so, to the Yadda'is of Naziris, the, the, a partial statement of Naziris also is going to be valid, but he says, as long as you're clear. So, you could start the statement, but it needs to be a clear, partial statement. A clear, partial statement. Lema Says Gemara, maybe the machaikas between Abai and is the machaikas tanoim that we mentioned before by Get, between Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakama. The time we learned in the mission, a shall get. What is the essence, the body of a get? A husband writes to a wife. Behold, you're permitted to marry any other man. Let me ask you a question: Is that a complete statement? As we said, no. But is that a clear statement? Yes. Y'all, yeah. yeah? You wrote. We're done, right? So and Rabbi says, no, not enough. The day and also. It's this document that's separating us. Sefer Teruachim, Piturim, shvukim. You, you got to say all these things; otherwise, it's not valid. and Abayi is going like Rabbanon, and Rabba who says you need absolute clarity is going like Yehuda. Now, here's the here's the additional catch that you need a chap over here. Until now, we've been saying that the difference between Rebbe Yehuda and the Rabbanon is in the clarity of the statement. Right? Behold, you're fitted to marry any other man. <clears throat> what, what's there? So, the Gemara here is adding a additional nekuda, which means an additional point, and that's as follows. I want to preface this idea, it's, it's, a, it's not a complicated idea, but it's simple, but I want to preface it with a nice idea from Harsinai. When the Jews stood at Sinai, so the Torah tells us that they saw they were able to see the kailas. They were able to see the noise. Okay? So I saw from one of the Chassidosh Rebos, I forget who. Um, he says, it was very important that Klai Yisrael saw all the sounds at Har Sinai. Why they have to see the sounds? Because, remember, by the Ten Commandments, God uttered as Chassidosh avart. Get ready. Hashem uttered the the words. So what are the last five? We have it right here by the Yom Yeah, on top of the Yom on the tablets, right? Number six, Loy Sirtzach. Don't kill. Loy ser- means don't. Sirtzach means kill. What else can lo mean? Lamed Vav. Lo him, Sirtzach, kill. Yeah. Some people you should kill. Uh, Loy Sinaf. Don't be a politician. <laughs> right but if you were if we were to just hear the sounds of God saying lo sin a person could possibly say him kill if you don't know if you don't know that it's spelled Lamed Aleph you might think it's spelled Lamed Vav so we had to see the words of their body Shalom to know exactly what loy means which loy do I mean which low? it means the no don't do that don't do it you got to see the writing okay so alright nice work now how does it connect back here Says Rabbi Yehuda an, an, an additional issue. Rabbi Huda, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you another issue I have with a get that's not, that, ju, that just says And that is if it says the woman doesn't have clarity as to how she's permitted to marry any other man. Is it because of the writing? Or is it because of a statement? What's causing it? The cause of me being a, a very nice, my husband wants to divorce me. I even have that clear. But what's causing the divorce? Says Rabbi Yehuda, that's why you need to write Haram, Tarzachal Adam Vidane, and it's this document that's causing the divorce. Because you need clarity as to where the divo- the cause where the divorce is coming about from. Otherwise, you're not being clear. You're being clear that you want a divorce and that a divorce is happening, but how the cause of the divorce? I don't know. So you got to right. Says Rabiuda, you got to right. And therefore, it's this specific document that's bringing it. The Tanakhama says, nah, eh, relax. It's fine. She knows anyway. Says the Gemara, bottom line is, Abay and Rava, say Choykes, Rabbi Yehuda, and the Rabbanon, And, and the Gemara wants to, is now going to clarify whether that's actually true. Abay is going to respond. Now Abay, we tried saying like the Tanakhama, that a um that just haray uh, you know um harayza gite um haray mutarso kolam is enough abai is going to say no i not down with i could even agree in the mishnah of get like rabbi judah who says you need more to be written in cuz i'd rabbi judah but i am be where does rabbi judah say that a partial yadayis is not, get, is, is not uh, valid, that's specific to get, to be in on crisis. By a get, the Pasuk says, you need a document of separation. Veleka. And if you just say, you're permitted to marry somebody else, and you don't write that, it's the document of Croesus, you're missing it. You're missing the icker, You're missing the main idea. Of Obama, but elsewhere, Misha Mislay. Maybe Rebuta will agree, that a partial but clear statement, would be effective. We thought review holds a partial but clear statement, not in fact because you need a right, you behold your marriage, you're permitted to marry any other man with this specific document. Da 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 da. Says that by, no, it's only by a get, because by a get, you have to be clear that it's the safer that's creases, that it's the document that's creating the separation. But elsewhere, maybe review would agree with me that, a, clear, that a, uh, a partial statement, even with some clarity, is going to be effective. The Rav will say as well that you don't have to squeeze me into the Rabbanon's opinion. I'm, I'm not, I'm, you don't have to squeeze me into Rabud's opinion. I'm not. Dami if you the Rabbanon. Where did the Rabbanon say that that um, in the Mishnah that you don't need clear a complete statement that is specific to get the Rabbanon can say the opposite. They say by a get you actually do not need to write and it's this document. Why not top of tomorrow's daf. What else does he mean? Right. right, A person is not going to divorce somebody else's wife. So if he's writing this document here, he's clearly divorcing his own wife, but in a general situation, I might do business with you, you might do business. If I write, I'm making a nether from you. I can make another from anybody. If a person writes to his wife, again, there's names in the document, behold, we're divorced, can it mean anybody else? No. Can't be anybody else It's clearly me and you And therefore Says, says, um, says uh, Rava I can even hold That according to the, the I would even fit With the pin of the kama, The pin of the, of the Chachamim That a, a uh, Yodais A partial statement Would be effective By get But it would not be effective Anywhere else Okay So we'll hold it here The Gemara now clarified That Abai and Rava's Machleikes by regular Nedarim and the Machleikas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim by Get do not necessarily have consistent opinions between the two. The, each Mishnah has its own unique set of circumstances. We clearly have a Machleikas in both places, but the Machleikas do not overlap. And we will continue to talk about the Machleikas in Abay and Rava, Bezaz Hashem, on Dach We'll hold it here. Have a wonderful wonderful evening everybody Daph this week minchamariv Uh 545 is minchamariv Shkia is like a little after 6 so it'll be done Marv tomorrow night probably 6.15 right finish Marv 6.15 give people a few minutes uh, to go home should we call for uh, 6.25 6.30 well what well, works let's make it 6.30 so we're not rushed yeah we should do it here yeah. Whoever can come, stay here after my Mitzvah All right, 6.30 After this week, Mitzvah Zai gebenched.